This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Hello and welcome back to Gen Next and Joy 94.9. It is half past seven and you're joined by Eleanor, Maddie and Chris. And we've also got a guest in the studio tonight. Say hello. Hi there. <laughs> um, this is Jeremy. Um, it's great to have you with us. G'day, g'day. Thank you. Hi. Yeah. So you've remember- been, you know, sitting in the corner just, <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> watching quietly us. being patient. Twiddling away. So proud of you. You know. <laughs> so um, just remember, you can join us. Uh, you can send a message in at any time, 0427JOY949 or email on air at joy. We love you guys. Sorry, I just interrupted. <laughs> I'm going to murder you, Chris. Well, you kind of bought the spotlight. <laughs> yeah, what, what, right now? Or are you going to wait and then like um, stalk him in sleep? We'll see how we go. Tonight, so tonight we've got Jeremy, um, a young member of the LGBTI community, here to discuss some issues that are really important to him. Welcome, Jeremy. Hi there. Once <laughs> can again. You, once again. Yes. Can you give us a quick introduction of who you are? All right. Well, uh, I am a trans teen and uh, I've been out of the closet for bang on two years now. Woo. Yeah, go me. You're beating and me. <laughs> only by a little. Uh uh, a little can go a far way. A little can go a long way, absolutely. Very much so. Anyways, uh, the reason I'm here is just to discuss a few things that I'll be involved with personally, yeah. along with someone else, <laughs> and um, hey. some uh, some things that will be, uh, you know, going yeah. on revolving around the laws for uh, trans youth yeah. under the age of 18 and how they, uh, you know, access their yeah. medical treatment. So, so what kind of difficulties do trans youth face? Well, uh, currently here in Australia, uh, if you are under the age of 18 and seeking stage two hormone treatment, which is your cross hormone therapy, you have to go through the uh, family court system mm-hmm. and uh, that can incur massive amounts yeah. of money just poured into this. And not to mention, you know, time wasted that could be spent, you know, better spent making use of the hormones. Exactly. Yeah. Very much, yeah. And so uh, basically... Yeah. Uh, that's just, uh, it's been really difficult for yeah. a lot of people, uh, especially mm-hmm. in the younger community. Uh, and because of this, I'm, I'm one of these people. I came out uh, too late to start uh, puberty blockers yeah. because I was already well into puberty. Yeah. And so I now have to wait until I'm 18 to access hormone treatment because it's just too expensive to go yeah. through the court system. And I mean, uh, that's, yeah. that's obviously mm-hmm. wrong on so many levels. Uh, uh, can you just give a quick explanation about uh, hormone blockers and stage two treatment, like the differences? All right. So when uh, a, someone who comes out as trans, you know, depending on when they come out, it, usually before puberty, they'll be uh, signed up to start uh, puberty blockers, you know, when the appropriate time is for their, well, for their age, basically. Yeah. And uh, that can go on. They can go through high school up until about the age of 16. Uh, that's when health risks start to come in yeah. because there's a lot of, you know, growing up and development that go on in those teen years that, you know, these kids aren't yeah. being able to have because it'll have horrible psychological damage yeah. done to them. Uh, so it's usually uh, advised that they stop when they're 16, but at that point uh, they're not allowed to go on to stage two, which is their hormone therapy, so that'll be oh. the replacement yeah. of their 
Yeah, of all their hormones. Yeah, and, there, and there's that gap there, and it's just really, it's jarring to say Two years, least. and you yeah. know, yeah, you're starting to go through all of this yeah. development. You worked so hard not to go through, yeah. and then, yeah, basically the Australian court system Yeah, yeah that, that just tracks. seems to make very, very little sense. Yep, and uh, exactly. I think at the moment, I don't want to spread misinformation, but uh, I read recently that we're one of the only countries in the world yep. that stops youth from accessing hormones before they're 18. It's, well done, Australia. It's, yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's absolutely not something that's very common. Hmm. Um, I, think, I think Victoria especially has it worse than some other states. Yeah, I do think yeah. so. That's sad. It's like Australia, we're kind of, um, you know, beyond the times, but we, some aspects we are You'd hope quite, that we were, but, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah, some aspects are left wanting. Yeah, we're lagging behind. Mm. Mm. So so what So what kind of thing? You mentioned that you were involved in some things. What kind of things? Um, yeah, so I was approached by uh, a woman from the ABC who is creating a short documentary for Four Corners. Mm-hmm. Uh, she'll, she's done one before on uh, transgender and uh, transsexuals about uh, basically marriage and yeah. uh, things like that. But mm-hmm. this one is all about um, said court system that uh, Australian trans youth have to go through. Yeah. And it's just, uh, yeah, basically um, just a small interview as part of the documentary to... Uh, yeah. yeah, just just, just you know, to, you yeah. know, yeah, because um, I mean, obviously, when you're making a documentary, you want to get a, a lot of different voices out there, just to, you know, get a general idea of what's going on. I mean, I've, I've, as Jeremy mentioned or hinted at, I've also, I also may or may not be a part of said documentary. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so you guys are going um, to be sharing your point of view as well on that. Well, basically, yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. uh, my and our experience. Yeah. yeah, my situation is not too dissimilar from so many yeah. trans youth, not just here in Melbourne, but all across Australia. Yeah. And it's just a, it's a good way to get you know my voice out there yeah, and the voice absolutely. of just so many people that Again, we yeah. know. Yeah, you make people talk, and it's just going to keep spreading. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And what you hear people saying is things like, "Oh, these kids are too young." to make any kind of uh, permanent change. You know what is a permanent change? Puberty. Puberty. Exactly. You know what's, you know what's not puberty. a permanent change? Hormone blockers. Exactly. Yeah. Just saying. We get no we get no choice, yeah. if first of all. But, yeah, it's yeah. just... You'd think that these kids would know what they want by now after waiting so long. Yeah, yeah definitely. What do you reckon is the cause that they don't offer this at that age? Do they, specific, uh, do they say why? Is it... Uh, at first it came down to, well, I thought at first it came down to uh, Gillick competence, which is uh, basically uh, what happens is uh, these children go through a series of tests to see if they have the mental ca- capacity to make adult yep. decisions. The informed consent idea. But Fair these enough. are classed as like permanent changes yep. to... Uh, to a children's yep. like a child's body and it just can't be reversed so well a lot of it can't be reversed and then and so they don't see that as a decision someone under the age of 18 can make for themselves but even. a person under 18 can be forced to go through the wrong puberty yeah. apparently I, uh, yeah exactly but you know that's that's nature so that's the way nature intended yeah, oh, yeah. no that's just because nature never ever messes up no. oh of course not but <laughs> that's yeah. just something that you know so what what sort of progress do you think you know, needs to be made to help transgender youth? Um, I just think that, well, me personally, I think the court process should be cut out completely. Yeah. If we've got both parents' consent for a child that's under the age of 18, they're ready for it, they're 100% sure, yeah. then they should just be able to go straight through it. If not, then there should just be um, 
a package yeah. for you know parents to go through something that's really simple they can fill out all the applications and then a solicitor wouldn't be needed and that cuts out yeah I, I mean ob- i mean obviously so you know for, for some for some youth the parents factor is a bit of a difficult yeah. factor but you know that that's something that can be worked on you know you have to take things in steps sometimes with activism mm. you, yeah yeah and when the pa- and when your par- when you do have supportive parents and there's nothing standing between you and yeah. the medical treatment you need other than you people know, who write archaic yeah. laws yeah people who didn't even know who you were until you had to apply for this yeah, yeah exactly. definitely yeah. um we actually got a text in that's a bit relevant um, someone asking, how should I go about telling a couple of uni friends that I'm trans and want to start transitioning? Any advice? Look, um, that that's definitely... A, it can be a difficult question. I think it really depends on your situation. Yeah. Um, sorry. No, no, no. Go, I mean, go ahead. Uh, I came out all to a couple of people who were close friends of mine uh, at the time. And then, you know, they were all pretty accepting. It took mm. a, a while, but mm. if they really, you know, if they are your friends and they do want to support you, it should be, you yeah. know, simple enough to just say, hey, look, this is what's going on with me and I'd really yeah. appreciate it if you'd support me through yeah. this, you know. It, I know it's a bit scary, but if it's really yeah. who you are, then mm. they'll understand. They'll, they'll get used to it. I mean, it, yeah. might, they might, it might take a bit of time, but they will get used to it. Yeah. You're it depends want- on the person. You're going to want that support network straight mm. away. So yeah. having that, yeah. letting and them if know. They're, and if they're the kind of person who straight up would not accept you, never accept you, you don't need them in your yeah, life anyway. Exactly. exactly. As, as harsh that might be. I personally, I um, I came out via Tumblr. I had some friends from school who followed me. And I, and I sort of blogged my, you know, my experience through um, coming to terms with my gender identity and, that, and then, you know, that was kind of hard to miss. But we've got, friends to, but we got to remember, though, we're only humans. It might take a couple of weeks yeah. or days for some people to process that. So don't take it the wrong way if they do decide to but not don't, talk to you. But at the same time, don't yeah. give up. Yeah, exactly. absolutely. And, and I don't know, it's, it's kind of spreading from there. And I've got to the point where I feel like I know I'm going to have to bite the bullet and, you know, be loudly public about it eventually. But, you know... I've got year 12 to think about and all these other things. Yeah. But, you know, you, there's never a right time. And every situation is different. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's, something you've, got to, yeah, it's yeah. something you've got to decide for yourself. Yeah, you can always justify putting something yeah. off. Just um, just before we go, do you have any advice? How can people, you know, help out to fight for trans rights? Well, look, it's always great to, uh, you know, be mindful and understanding. Like, it's difficult yeah. at first, especially um, I've found with a lot of non-binary people and they're, you know specific non yeah. like non-binary pronouns it's easy to just go like oh well that's ridiculous yeah but you know these people are really reaching out for help and they want you to support them so you know just be mindful mm. be uh, happy yeah. and supportive and just mind your words in, maybe. in, in terms in terms of actions with with regards to the law and courts i mean especially because there's only really one gender clinic in Victoria mm. for the, you know, thousands of kids that need the attention. That's at Royal Children's, am I right? Yeah, yes. yeah. Is there, any, are, you know, is there, any, is there anything that people can do in terms of activism? Uh, there are state elections coming up uh, very soon and it'd be great for people to start talking to their politicians about, you know, promoting funding for the Royal Children's Hospital. I know that they're overrun at the moment they've got a huge waiting list because there's just so many trans youth coming through the system now yeah. now that there's more information out there for everyone these these kids really need some help yeah well, thanks so much for joining us tonight jeremy That's that was right. this um really helps to shed a light on an issue a lot of people have never even thought about 
yeah. Yeah, thanks so much for your time. Yeah. That's okay. And good luck for the future as well. Was there any, anything else that... Do you have any parting comments or you think you've said what you need to say? Well, I think I've said everything. Yeah. But uh, there's a, a blog that you can go on that yeah. uh, my mother runs, parentingjeremy.com. And this is uh, a really great place for parents to see, you know, how parents of other, you know, transgender it's youth... very useful, actually. Yeah, yeah. deal with awesome. everything and... Yeah, yeah we'll, those we'll share that link on our Facebook right. after the show. Thank so you. you should like us on Facebook. Yeah. Look up Generation <laughs> Next. You better. Right. Thanks, um, guys. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for listening to Another Joy podcast, brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.